Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Secret to Success podcast. We strive to bring you the top leaders in their industries so you can learn their secrets to success, so you can grow and build your businesses, be prosperous, and live the dreams that you are so looking to live. If you have any questions, please feel free to email us at info at theatsjr.com. For more information about the ATSJR companies and to find out more about how to live your dreams and reach that middle class exit and live the life that you were supposed to live. Freedom is abundance and abundance is freedom. Let's all go live it. Thank you again for joining us for another episode of the Secret to Success podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Branding and Cashflow with Deanna and Grace. Glad to have everyone on some housekeeping rules. As always, if you are in a position to, please turn on your camera so that we can see your shining, smiling faces and feel each other's energy. And also, if at any point in time you have any questions or thoughts, if your camera is on, you can simply wave your hand. We will acknowledge you that way. If your camera is not on, not to worry. You can do one of two things. You can click on participants. From there, you'll see a small blue hand that says raise hand. Click on that, and we can acknowledge you that way. And always, you are more than welcome to type your comments and questions in the chat. Now, without further ado, let me introduce to you the CEO of the DeMarie Group, the COO of the ATSJR Companies, one of my best friends who is rocking the royal purple shirt. I love it. And her hair is on point, as always, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. Miss DeMarie, Deanna Mitchell. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. Thank you so much, business partner. Appreciate you, appreciate you. You know, Deanna and Grace. Deanna and Grace. Grace and Deanna. All right. <laughs> okay, so I want to I come to you guys today and just have a conversation with you. We're going to talk about the reflection of your brand. Do you practice what your brand teaches? I would say preach, but you know, we don't just don't take it out of that. We go. Do you practice what your brand teaches? The reason why I want to talk on this tonight is because epidemics, pandemics, struggle, stress brings out the true being of a person. It brings out who they really are. Anytime somebody is hit with something that catches them off guard, the first reaction is who they really are. So if the first reaction is, oh, man, I'm so sorry, versus, man, how you just going, you know, that lets you know who they really are. So does your, does your brand practice, do you practice what your brand teaches? So if your brand teaches customer service, we're always here for you, the customer's always right. If that's what your brand teaches, do you actually practice that? Now, for those of you who have brands already established, I'm hoping, and I'm, if you're here, your awareness is high enough to know better. If you are, haven't gotten to that level yet, just make notes. 
we always start our companies off with the greatest intentions in mind. We want to serve others. We want to help people live their dreams. We want to reach someone. We want to change lives. The intention is wonderful, but what is the harvest? Do those that you bring into your brand have the same heart as you? But you have to be... <laughs> You have to be mindful with that because do they have the same mindset as you? You can, your heart can have all the intentions in the world, but if your mindset is not prepared for the growth, all you're going to attract to you are team members that are the same. So if your heart is, I want to serve everyone, but you don't take the time to respond to a comment on Facebook, your team is going to do the same and it's going to hurt your brand. So my first question is, what does your audience see on the other side of your content? You know how we see all these actors and actresses and they look absolutely wonderful on stage and in interviews, they have these awesome, amazing, energetic and electric personalities. And, and then you hear the stories about what's behind that. Now, we don't know if these stories are true or not. But what does your audience see on the other side of your content? They see the big movie. They see the, the dynamics and the, the blowing up of the cars and the, the, the jumping out of helicopters. They see, how, okay, Jerome, you're not helpful with the face. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it safe. You look at me like, what you be doing? <laughs> Like they see the huge production, but if they come behind that production, what do they see? Are you practicing what your brand teaches? Now I'm out, transparency. I was that person. Not too far, from, not too far removed. <laughs> I can sit here and I can coach you and I can this and this and that and that. But after a certain time, I'm like, man, I'm not trying to talk to nobody. I'm tired. But at the same time, there's a way to do it. There's a way. There is a way to, to practice what your brand teaches and still be you. And what that means is your brand is you. You are a reflection of your brand, and your brand is a reflection of you. If you want your brand to be about loving people, guess what? You have to love people, and the people you hire have to love people, but in the same manner because of who you are. You are the CEO. You are the face. This is your brand. You also have to hire people that will protect you, but still do it with your brand in mind. You wanna make sure that your environment, your, the culture of your brand matches what your brand teaches because it always takes one week, one week link to make 
the strength of that chain questionable? This is branding. This is branding behind the lights, camera, action. This is branding behind the signing of the autographs, the standing on the stages. This is the branding when it comes to the customer service because your audience is what determines if your brand fails or succeeds. We cannot do anything without people. If you are providing a service, you have to have an audience that's going to pay for those services. But people are tired of being lied to. They're tired of being shown one thing and something else comes up and negative information passes a lot faster than positive. So your brand has to practice what you teach. Do you, are you putting together the structure of how you want the culture of your company to be when you start hiring people? Are the people you hire people who you see are a part of the culture and practicing the culture of your brand? Antonio used to tell us all the time, when we make mistakes, we make the mistakes, but he gets the blame because he is the face of the brand. He is the brand. So do you want to always have to clean up or do you want to make sure that in the beginning when you bring people on, they're already a part of the culture now? There is the understanding of when you bring people into your company, when you bring people into your brand, your culture, your family, your environment, they're also bringing along their stuff as well. So when you understand that, you can know how to work with them to make sure that they mesh well with the culture of the brand so that when they get on the phone, they're not giving your customer what's going on at home, but giving your customer the culture of the brand. People are important when building your brand. We have these amazing ideas. We want to build our companies to these wonderful multi-billion dollars, billion dollar businesses. Not even, we just want to save a life. You can't save a life when your team member comes into work bringing the argument from home, bringing the car accident that made them late, bringing the foot that they stubbed that morning. You can't save a life. You're going to push somebody away because they're going to push that energy off on them. I, because after dealing with all that, they're not going to want to be at work. You want people who want to come to work because they enjoy it, not because they're obligated. And the way you do that is practice your brand with your team. Practice, practice what you practice what you preach with your team. If your brand is about saving lives, save the lives of the people that work for you first. And then they'll be able to pay it forward to the people who call in because they will have, they will know how it feels. They will be so proud to work for a company that saves lives 
and that saved their life where their testimony alone will connect with somebody. Your brand has to be a reflection of you. You have to practice what your brand teaches. So therefore, you have to practice what you teach. You can't tell yeah, people, yes, sir. I've heard practice what you preach. I like to say preach what you practice. I think a lot of people would talk less. <laughs> that is very true. I, I actually 100% agree with you because we have a tendency to teach one thing but practice something else that's why it's extremely important to teach what you practice in your brain thank you phil mm. <laughs> you start with your brand culture and brand environment practice your brand on the people that work with you. And there's a reason why I'm not saying employees and there's a reason why I'm not saying work for you. Because when you are first starting off, when you are first digging in and saying, this is what I'm going to do, and you get that first employee and then that second and that third employee, it no longer becomes employees. They are family. Because if they're willing to be there through the mud, through the dirt, in the rain, when the house is on fire, when it gets flooded, whatever hurricane flies through, whatever tornado rips up everything and they're still telecommuting, remote working, distributed teams, call it what you like, but more and more teams now work from home. Collaborate better and get work done faster with the help of Miro. I promise you, it's absolutely awesome. It's with all of us working remotely down here. It helps us stay connected. It helps us know what we're doing, what track that we're on. We can put, they have several different templates that you can choose from. It has definitely helped our team out because we can upload something. Everyone has access to it. We're all, we're all able to look at it at one time. And, uh, don't have to worry about screen sharing and that pulling from the processing of our laptops. It's absolutely amazing. Mural is an online whiteboard that brings teams together anytime, anywhere. And then their, their infinite canvases, they're perfect for brainstorming, making mock-ups, organizing files, and managing complex projects. They even have templates to help you get started quickly, which we absolutely love. Then on top of that, you can add your docs, spreadsheets, your sticky notes, which I love sticky notes in person. So to have them to be able to be on my, my computer and be digitally, digitally is awesome as well. And other important information directly to Miro. So you always have a single real-time collaboration hub. It's hard. It, it's hard when your team is in the same location and not collaborating together. It's even harder when you're working remotely. And Miro literally helps alleviate that. So start collaborating for free when you sign up for an account at Miro.com slash B2B. That's M-I-R-O dot com slash B2B to sign up for a free account with unlimited team members. Again, that's Miro.com slash B2B. M-I-R-O dot com slash B2B. Still there? They're no longer employees. 
that's family. Practice your brand with them first because they're going to be the ones that will teach your brand to somebody else. There is no way, Grace, myself, we could be doing this if we did not practice what the brand teaches. And mind you, I'm gonna speak for myself, Grace. I'm gonna speak for myself. It wasn't easy at first. Did you hear Antonio tell y'all all the time, we reject it, boy. I'm gonna speak for myself, Grace. I reject every step of the way. I fought. You want me to do sales? Nope, I ain't doing it. You want me to do what? No, I ain't doing that either. I'm a researcher. I'm here to research. I'm not here to make no, I'm not here to be a sales, 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 sales. What? I didn't ask for this. I didn't ask to be a salesperson. How you gonna take me? Make us a sales team, and you hear everything I'm saying is about sales, right? But that's where the brand comes out. The brand comes out in the sales because they're the ones doing all of the talking. Your sales team is the one on the floors with everyone. Your sales team is the one that's on the phone. Your sales team is the one that closes it. So if, you're, if you don't practice what your brand teaches with your sales team, and mind you, those first people I told you about, they're your sales team. The, the, your core is your sales team, your marketing team, your branding team, your street crew, your the whatever, whatever. They're it. So if you don't practice your brand, if your brand is saving lives, changing mindsets, and forgiveness so you can grow, you first have to do that with your, with, with your team. Because guess what? In order for, Antonio always says, you have to have somebody speak for you. You can't always speak for yourself. Guess who's going to speak for you? Your team. And your team becomes a reflection of your brand. So what does your audience see on the other side? of your brand? What does your audience see when they answer a phone call from a person selling for you? What does your audience see when they have trouble logging into it and uh, logging in and can't get in? What does your audience see? What do they see on the other side of the big screen? And it's not easy. You have 50 million phone calls to answer. You have 50 million emails to answer and then, and then 100 million to send because one email is going to generate at least two or three more if you're doing it right. <laughs> it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to generate a couple of more. Then you have this call. Then you have, then that's the stuff you have scheduled. That's not including the random calls that come in that's not including losing track of time. That's not including dealing, putting out fires. That's not including whatever else happens. And that's not including life. And through all of that, you still have a team to build. You still have their mindsets, their dreams, their hopes, their goals.
So when you are building your brands, and even if it's built, it's okay to go back and say, hey, you know what, guys, I'm going to try something different. Let's have a meeting. And you tell me what you need to be productive in this company. They're not going to expect that because people don't ask these questions. Y'all know I'm not lying. Corporate America don't ask these questions. And then you pull each one individually in. And, and this, is if, this is if you've already established a team. You bring each individual in and say, hey, you know what? I didn't ask you when you first got here, but what are your dreams? You're going to get some that look at you and laugh. You'll get some that'll be hesitant because we don't get these questions. And then you'll have those that are, well, what I really want to do is this. And then ask them, so why are you here? Well, I got bills. Okay. So what can we incorporate to help you get to your dreams while you're here? Like, what is it that you like to do? Well, I really like research. Oh, so I actually have you in the wrong seat on the bus. Hmm. Well, let's do this. Since you like research so much, we really do need help. You know, there's programs that we're looking into, but we don't have the time to do it ourselves. So is there any way, like, you can... You know, still make your phone calls, but is there any way between that you can research these things for us? Someone who loves researching will eat that up. It's like, ooh, I can. Yes, yes, ma'am. Yes, I can help you. Uh Uh-huh, sure can. Yes, ma'am. Okay, I'll get that sent right over to you. Because now you're putting them in their gifts, what they enjoy doing. If it's someone who dreams of doing something completely opposite, all the way left, I have to get my directions right, all the way left, then be the one to release them of the responsibility of the obligation to be there. And I'm not saying in a rude way. There was a, I used to work for Massage Envy. And we had a massage therapist who dreamed and loved and just, he said, I want to move to Alaska. And I asked him one day, I said, so what's what's holding you back? And y'all, I don't know what got into me that day. I don't know if I've been fed up. I don't know if I got tired of not living my own dream. So I was going to make sure somebody else lived theirs. I don't know what happened that day. But this man said, and it wasn't his first time. He's he's always said, man, you know, I just want to. It's just, and I asked him one day, what is it about Alaska? He said, I don't know, just never been. Now, this is a man that has done Ironman competitions. He rode, if you know Houston, if you know Houston, he used to ride his bike from Beltway 8 in I-10 to downtown Houston and back for, for fun. So if you know Houston, you know what I'm talking about. 
If you don't know Houston, look up IT in the downtown and see the distance there. And he used to ride his bike for fun. For fun. And then coming to coming to the, and he was a massage therapist. And he coming to the clinic doing his legs like this. I'm like, are you okay? He's like, Yeah, I just got you riding my bike from the I said, Oh my goodness, are you okay? Should you be here? And then he was smiling, he was like, Yeah, I'm good. I'm like, dude, you crazy. <laughs> but he used to always say, I just, I just want to move to Alaska. I just want to go live in Alaska for two years. That's it, just two years. And so one day I was like, why do you, what is it about Alaska? He said, I don't know, I've just never been. And it's just somewhere that I would really like to go. Okay. So unknown to him, I actually looked to see if we had a clinic in Alaska. And it just so happened we were having one built in Anchorage. So I called them, got the information, told them I have a wonderful therapist. He's looking to relocate. And are they, in the, are they in the position of hiring? Because online it says they were under construction. They said, no, we open in so many months and would love to have him. Okay. I will, I will give you his information and have him call you. Give him your information and have him call you. So when he was in between therapy sessions, I called him in. I said, hey, Jeff. He said, hey, hey, dude, what's going on? I said, uh, this is for you. And he looked at it. He opened it. He was like, what is this? I was like, that's a clinic in Alaska, Anchorage. They open in a, so many months. They're waiting for your phone call. And he gave me this look, and in a matter of, in a, literally, in a matter of months, he was gone. Like, he literally gave his two-week notice, uprooted, and left. Sold his car. So whatever, cash in, whatever it is he needed to cash in, he was gone. And I knew he sold his car because he asked me for a ride home one day because he sold his car. And I was like, sure. <laughs> you know, I got you. Just so happened I follow him on Facebook. Not only did he move to where he's always dreamed of moving to, but he found someone, had a beautiful little boy. Oh, my goodness, this little boy is so cute. And he's flourishing. When you put that much into your employees, it's okay to let them go if, we're, if with you is not their dream. It's okay to say, you know what? I just don't think this is a place for you, not in a negative way, but working here will not help you grow. You're if you're supposed to help change people's lives, change your lives by releasing them of an obligation that's only going to hurt them. But before you do that, help them find where to go. Help them find their dream. Help them find their goal. Practice what your brand teaches so that when your audience sees behind the big screen, there's no change. Thank you so much for joining us. Brittany and Cash Flow with Grace and Diana. Do we have any questions, comments? Yes, ma'am, Lady Maya. Oh, Phil, I see you unmuted your mic. And then after Phil, Lady Maya. I think to Cliff Notes, what you said, what you are, speak so loudly. I can't hear what you're saying. <laughs> That's wonderful cliff notes. 
<laughs> so what if a cliff note? All right, Ms. Maya. I needed the reminder and thank you, Deanna. Like um, just trying to kind of handle um, a lot of the things. And like you said, you know, you got so much already on your plate and you're trying to just kind of juggle everything. But um, as long as, you know, I can still give good customer service um, to those that I am able to get in contact with at that point in time and just having the reality of, you know, dream seeking and keeping that as the vision point. And I, and I, well, that's what I got from it at least. Um, so I appreciate that. Thank you. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. And trust, I always talk to myself when I talk to you guys. It's never just you, 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 you. No, 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 no. It's let me talk to them about something. If it pops in my head, it's because it's something that I'm also either working through, just got through, or need to talk it out. <laughs> it's not It's not easy. Um, I was on a, a podcast interview earlier. And me and the gentleman were talking and we were like, it's not the mindset that we have to work through is employee to entrepreneur mindset. You see my hands are not on the screen. And there's a reason for that. Because every step of the way, your mindset has to change. Because see, first you have to get out of the employee mindset. Because when you run your own business, you're no longer an employee. You employ people, you are no longer an employee. But if you're still in the employee mindset, your business is not going to thrive. Because, and Honeo has drilled this in our heads a lot of times, and when it finally sunk in, as an employee, we think, we know everything, but we don't think about the in-betweens. We don't think about the ups and downs. We don't think about how much it actually is going to cost to start this business. We don't think about the time that's actually going to have to go in to run this business. We only think, I'm going to make my own hours. I'm going to do what I want to do. If I want to sleep until 3 o'clock, I'm going to sleep until 3 o'clock. No, boo-boo, how about getting up at 3 a.m. to answer these emails before you start your 8 a.m. phone call and then having to hop on a, a, a coaching call, then having to deal with the calls that you get in between right before another coaching call. Oh, crap, then you have this huge project that needs to be taken care of. And don't forget the assignments that you were given that you have to take care of that you're kind of sort of behind on because you didn't organize your own day correctly. On top of, <laughs> we don't, we don't, we don't get all of that. And it's that mindset. And the best way to do it is to just practice what your brand teaches. Because if your brand teaches saving lives, it's going to force you to, to, to put people first. If your brand is about changing a mindset, it's going to, it's going to force you to change yours. 
because not only are you helping people, but you are building a business. Your brain has to take on 10 times more than it has ever taken on. You have to learn business and stay on top of your craft. Those are two different mindsets. And I never caught that before, but there will be times where Antonio will call me and I'll be in the middle, I'll have one, we always say, let me put that brain on. Well, let me, let me get in that mindset first. Because he'll be talking to me. Or he'll, he'll call me and I'm in the middle of something and I'm completely quiet. And at first, it used to be, did you hear me? Now it's, before anything's even said, what are you working on? I'm working on this. Okay, I need your help. Okay, hold on. Let me finish this thought so I can get into that mindset. Because he used to do it to me and I never caught it. I'm like, what you mean? Get into that mindset, though. Or we just, I just go and start rant, <laughs> going off on questions like, what about this? What about that? And it took me a time, it took me a moment to understand. The creating your brand is one side. The running your brand is the other. That's the mindset that we don't catch. And if we don't catch it, we'll hurt our brand because we're going to get so caught up in running the business that we forgot what the business is. And the business is people. While they are a business, we're supposed if each and every one of you here, your businesses are all about helping people. In some shape, form, or fashion, it's about saving a life, helping someone get better, healing someone or teaching them how to do something. All your business businesses cannot prosper without people. But they cannot prosper if your mindset is not there either. Your mindset has to grow exponentially in order for your business to grow. And your brand will suffer if you don't catch that. It's all about the people. It's not about how wonderful your graphics are. It's not about how wonderful your logo looks. It's not about how many people watched that particular video. It's about how do you treat them? What do they see? On the other side of the graphics, on the other side of the logo, on the other side of the video you just did, on the other side of, of how wonderful this looks, what else do they see? And that's where we have to focus. Does anyone else have any other questions? I'm so sorry. I just started ranting on y'all. <laughs> Does anyone else have any other questions, comments, or concerns? All right. Well, if not, thank you so much for joining us for Burning and Cashflow with Grace and Deanna. Grace, we will see you in 24 minutes for a wonderful having fun while getting paid to speak class with Mr. Phil and Ms. Susan Sorrentino. Thank you all so much for coming out. You can plant better. You can dominate. Love you more, Phil. Great job. Good job, Deanna. Thank you. Thank you. I'm not sure if you already know this, but you're already absolutely perfect. You're already absolutely great. And you're already living in massive abundance. The most important things that you have is not what you have. It's not what you do. It's what you know. 
because the people who do know what you need to know to leave the middle class, they're in the top 1% and they control 96% of the world's income. 97% of this world is trading time for money and that is not the way to become rich, it's not the way to become wealthy, and it is absolutely not the way to leave the middle class. There are 7.8 billion people in the world right now and they all wanna learn how to make money and how to leave the middle class. But the way to become a master at anything is to learn all the rules and then bend them to your favor. Right now in this world, there are 2,057 billionaires, right now. So if you think becoming a billionaire is, a, is impossible, that's 2,057 people that have already proved that impossibility incorrect. And if you think that's crazy, there are 46.8 million millionaires in the world, worldwide right now. Now think about that. 46.8 million millionaires, and that number grows 1,730 millionaires every single day. Money is everywhere. You don't need to max out your credit cards. You don't need to borrow from granddad and grandma. Just look behind me. Look at all the wealth sitting behind me in this junkyard. It's insane how much money is everywhere, and you don't need to go out there and beg, bar, and steal to get it. You just need to know the rules of making money and how to leave the middle class. Essentially, all you need to know is the algorithm of making money, the rules of making money. All you need to know is what to do and how to do it, and you can leave the middle class. Any industry, yoga, golf, underwater basket weaving, clipping fingernails, it doesn't matter. All you have to do is know how to do it, how to get it done, and then find somebody to teach you how to do it, how to get it done, and you will be able to leave the middle class. If you're not getting my point, it's real simple. Whatever you have up here, as long as you understand the rules of leaving the middle class, as long as you understand how to get money, you can take what's up here and get wealthy for what you already have. Right now, the very thing you know up here is already being searched a thousand times a second on Google. Someone right now, actually 1,730 people right now, are gonna become a millionaire from the stuff that you have in your head. Why can't this be you? I mean, it's 1,730 people with your ideas that are no better than you, that are gonna leave the middle class, become a millionaire. Why are you not next? So how do we do this? How do we take what you know and apply it to objective money-making secrets and then allow you to leave the middle class? How do we take you from where you are and let you escape to where you wanna go? So how do we make all this money or take all this knowledge from the Warren Buffers, from Elon Musk, how do we take everything that everyone before you has done and how do we take all of that and then put it in your head so you can leave a legacy for your family. My name is Antonio T. Smith Jr. 32 years ago, I lived in a trash can. That's right, from six to 14, I had no running water, no electricity, no anything, and somehow I'm in the top 1% today. Not because I had the right background, not because I had a silver spoon in my mouth, simply because being homeless made me learn how to make money. I retired when I was 29 years old. I'm more than likely younger than you. I'm one of the top 1% income earners in one of the richest countries in the world. What I learned how to do when I was six years old was learn how to generate enough money to eat some cookies so I wouldn't die to death from starvation. From there, I learned how to go from cookies to a meal. 
from a meal to clothes to clothes to shelter to everything else that supplied my necessary needs. When I was six, I was forced to learn how to make money. And now that's what I'm going to do and help you do. I've seen amazing results. I have my own economy. I've homeschooled my own children. And I wrote a book that teaches you every single thing that I know about making money, every single thing that other people know about making money, and most importantly, all the stuff that we don't tell you. Because the truth is, and you know it like I know it, the most honest, the most hardworking, unselfish people on planet Earth live in the middle class. Yet, your honesty, your unselfishness, your devout religion going self is not enough to get to the top 1% and that's not fair. The second half of my life has been not about how much money I make, but how I will be remembered from all the money that I have made. And I've been trying to teach everybody how to get out the middle class. I'm the crazy guy famous on the internet for trying to create 100,000 millionaires. I've created eight so far. I got a ninth one on the way, all the way from India. That's pretty cool. And what I want to tell you is something very simple. It's been hard. It's been absolutely hard to help people leave the middle class, not because of the people, because the system would rather keep you being someone else's money instead of you having your own economy and having the money come find and flow to you. It was frustrating because I knew that anybody can make money. And if you knew what I knew, you would change your life. Over the last few years, I built a large following of over half a million people every month that pay me to actually, for me, to give them advice. Well, that's been exciting for me. And the cool thing is, I've created thousands of six-figure earners. I've created millionaires. I've created people who can live their dreams and hold on to their legacies. And now my eyes are on you to create you to what you need to be great. I have been teaching my principles and these principles to hundreds of thousands of people around the world, every country, all continents, and anyone who has taken them seriously, written them down and applied them, have a 100% success rate of leaving the middle class. I've taught these secrets to my following and my inner network, and I've watched them go from four figures to five figures, five figures to six figures, seven figures all the way to eight. Everything that I've ever learned, everything I've ever learned from millionaire mentors, billionaire mentors, and everything I learned from being homeless, and everything that got me into the top 1%, I have placed inside of a book. To date, it is the longest book that I've ever written, the most best book that I've ever written, and that book is called The Richest Man and the Trash Can, and I'm offering it to you today for free. This book is gonna show you how to become wealthy into the top 1% and leave the middle class. This book is gonna give you a step-by-step -step plan if you're 30 years old, all the way to 70 years old, how to get into the top 1%. If you're a teenager, how to get to the top 1%. If you're a millennial, how to get to the top 1%. It's gonna teach you how to make six figures immediately, teach you how to get to a million dollars immediately, and all that good stuff. Plus, I'm gonna give you the 36 objective laws of leaving the middle class. Plus, I'm gonna give you every last one of my secrets that have made me rich. You have to understand that leaving the middle class is the most important fight that you're gonna have in your life. And to be honest with you, and you can kind of relate to this, it almost takes $450,000 a year just to be broke in America. And that's just in America. If you don't leave the middle class, which is actually an illusion, then you are gonna have a really hard time. 
Think about it for a second. Some of, most of you are gonna be watching this are gonna be baby boomers and you've been sold a bad check. They lied to you. Your retirement was not enough for you to live comfortable and I'm gonna give you this book for free so you can figure out how to triple your retirement and then quadruple your retirement and then as Grant Cardone would say, 10X your retirement so you can live the life that's worthy of you. I want you to remember that leaving the middle class is the most important battle that you could ever face in your entire life, especially for your family. So consider this video, this book, your friendly tap on the shoulder. I wanna send you a free copy of this book because I believe that abundance is your birthright. I believe that abundance is freedom and I believe that this book is right for you. In fact, I believe in that so much that I will send you the book for free. All you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. I'll eat the cost, I'll take the loss, and all you have to do is get the book and dominate your reality right now and apply the principles so you can be the best person for your life that is yours. Fill out the form sitting right there to the right. Go ahead, dominate your reality. I can't wait to send you my book. I can't wait to meet you. I can't wait to have you as someone that's been on the journey with me. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can plant better. You can dominate.